This is the official Caps Church Podcast, proudly a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. What's going on, Caps fans? It's me, the Hockey Troll, and I'm here with that snack, Polly Cupcakes. What's going on? Caps fans, we've got an incredible episode for you, as per usual. Uh, this Thursday episode, we're going... We're going to um, Jesus Christ, Paulie's over there fucking with his mic. Sorry, if you heard that. But uh, we're we're going to be talking about um, obviously our segments this Thursday. The hockey troll hip check is going to address some of the comments that uh, Brian McClellan came out and said. You know what were plans for the free agency deadline, the trade deadline uh, this year. You know what plans look like. You know maybe possibly even deeper than that moving forward. And Paulie, what is your snack time with Paulie Cupcakes going to be? We're going to talk about the PWHPA showcase that just happened in Washington. Nice. It was called the Secret. Well, the entire thing is called the Secret Dream Gap Tour. Nice. Good shit. All right. Well, let's pop pop some tabs and, and get going. Let's do it. One, two, three. All right. So... Just as a quick aside, <clears throat> uh, did you get to see any of this McClellan interview, or did you read about it at all? I did not. Okay. He he actually spent about 20 minutes with the press um, discussing like trade deadline, the health of the team. It, it was all kind of sparked uh, upon the um, Haglin eye injury. So, like, obviously he talked about that and, and you know, talked about a bunch of other things, too. Um, you know, Ovechkin if he's feeling the pressure of the Russia conflict. And, um, you know, McClellan went to bat for our boy, uh, as I think anybody would expect him to. He basically said, yeah, look, Ovi's a good person. Um, it's unfortunate that he's stuck in this kind of atmosphere where uh, fans or press or media need him to speak out about this shit. But to be completely honest, I mean, yeah, it's, it's definitely affected his psyche a little bit. Um, and, um, you know, I guess maybe he's seen some of the nasty things people are saying on him on social media. I don't know. But the situation he said is, is has affected him. Well, you know, <clears throat> he's human. So, <laughs> I mean, imagine all the things that people get butthurt over. When someone says things to them on Twitter that, like, makes them crumble and go into a fit and end up blocking people. <laughs> like, amplify almost anything anyone has heard from another civilian on Twitter. And OV is going through so much more. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, I mean, any athlete is, you know, really under a lot of pressure. They have a lot more followers and, um, you know, even having those social media accounts is, is a thing. Now, what to make, not to make light of the situation. If you were famous, Polly, would you have a Twitter account? Would you have social media? I don't know. I think, like, I guess it depends on what you're famous for, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know if I was an athlete, uh, if, if it happened tomorrow, I might delete everything because really? like the fact that people like look at what 
NHL guys like and like and just tearing them up because they like the tweet from some account that everybody deems terrible and right. like you can just so easily make yourself part of controversy. Oh yeah. So if I had social media, it would be like some anon account to just like <laughs> be able to read things without having any kind of uh, accountability or exposure. Yeah. Plus TikTok's like your your main platform now. Well, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> I mean, Twitter's just a lot of like you're either fighting or sucking each other's dicks. I mean, right. that's all it is on Twitter. It is. It is. And like how to how to put coherent thought into like what is it 150 characters, 300 characters or whatever. Yeah. Is ridiculous. Um I always thought Twitter was like the dumbest shit ever and I still to this day think that Twitter is this, the dumbest shit ever, but like Somehow we have a thousand followers and it was an easy or not easy, but it was something that we put some work into. Yeah. I mean, I always kind of thought of it as like a college social media. Like that's like, <laughs> well, it's a, that's when it seemed to be the most relevant. Um, okay. I thought, I guess when I was when in, you college, were in college, I thought it was weird that older people were on it. Okay. Well, did you know that um, Facebook was actually the original college social media site. Yeah, I think you used to have to have a, a dot .edu to sign you did. up. Yeah, and um, yeah, so I, I'll never forget it. I remember uh, one of my friends who actually went to high school with me went to the same college I did, which was weird because I went to a satellite school at Penn State, um, Pennsylvania College Technology. Shout out Williamsport, PA, um, and. Um, he was like, look, there's this new website. You got to get on it, man. Like, there's girls and stuff on here. <laughs> I'm like, oh, really? All right. Um, and so, Facebook. It was Facebook. Jesus, you're and, old. And that was, like, the thing. 2005, baby. Yeah. I I actually was having this conversation recently that if I wasn't involved with the pod, I might delete all social media. Because it just drains. Yeah. It drains me. Except TikTok. You keep I'm, TikTok. I might keep TikTok just because it's fun. Like, I'm at least based on my, my algorithm, I stay away from, like, controversial stuff. I do not. Yeah. I know. I have access to the same account you do. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, there it is. All right. Well, let's, let's talk about uh, the Caps and the trade deadline. All right. This is the Hockey Troll Hip Check. So, I just want to get this out there. If you think that the Washington Capitals could, would, or even could blow it up in any big ways, and what I mean by that is like make more than five moves for NHL talent or uh, move a big piece, and when I say big piece, a third liner or higher on this squad, uh, during this free agency deadline, I think you're just off your rocker. Teams do not blow it up in the middle of the season unless they're absolutely trash or if there's something floating around on the wire that they could maybe maybe take. Yeah. I mean, you're either – your season's done. Right. Or 
you're going for a playoff run. Right. Or a cup run. Exactly. And I mean, even the ones that have the seasons done, they're like selling at the deadline, right? But they're the off season is really where they're gonna do most of their work, I would think. Yeah. It's the free agency deadline is for the teams that it's really for the teams that think that they're gonna be able to make a push deep into the playoffs. Or that's how it's been used in forever. Yeah. Would you agree with that? Yeah. I mean it's it's for the, the crap teams to offload pending UFAs. Right. And for the teams ready to make a cup run, scoop those guys up. Yeah. And again, it's mostly rental plays for the big moves. <clears throat> You're not doing your five-year plan in the middle of the season. Like, I, and I've seen a lot of... Uh, I've seen a lot of... Uh, buzz around like oh we, we could just sell everything we could blow it. i mean what what is it? of course people who are saying this would never say oh i want to blow it up now but that's exactly what they're saying they're like yeah we could trade eller we could trade shiri we could trade schultz we could trade uh a goalie we could trade you know when you get into like we could trade five times you're like that's that's blowing up and you're blowing you're blowing the squad up yeah um it's not and and even in true blow up times Teams don't generally move everyone and get brand new people. I mean, even a few moves is a lot. Yeah. You know, um, and and that's over the course of a year. Even a few moves is a lot over the course of a year. I mean, I think that a team that blew it up in the offseason last year would be like Philadelphia. Yeah, they did make a lot of moves. <clears throat> and that I'm considering a full rebuild. I mean, they're rebuilding. Philadelphia's rebuilding. I, I, you know, you may... Philly fans and media and everybody, they might not want to say that, but it, it's a rebuild. You know, you shipped out, uh, um, who's Voracek, uh, you shipped out Gostavir. I mean, you shipped out guys that you drafted or, or paid a lot for. You know, guys who have five years with the club, you shipped them out and you got, you know, Cam Atkinson, you got a couple other guys too. So, and, and honestly, like that has been what a three year thing. Yeah. Uh, that they've kind of been shifting to. So look for that to happen if the Caps do decide to actually blow it up. But I really only think that the any anybody who's on the chopping block would be like, who's a pretty big piece of the team would be like a Lars Eller or a Justin Schultz um, or maybe um, a defenseman. Like these ridiculous statements like, let's trade John Carlson. What the fuck? Yeah, that's madness. <laughs> in mid-season as well, trade them now. You're, you're, you're. It's ridiculous. Get off that shit. It never works. It never happens. It never works. On top of that, we have we have cap stability with John Carlson. He's not as bad as everybody thinks. Um, yeah, does he turn the puck over? Sure. It's gonna be. You're gonna be doing that when you play 27 minutes of ice time a, a night. Think mistakes happen. People are human. But when you score a ton of points like he does. Uh, and then has goes through a slump. Everybody wants to trade him. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <clears throat> yeah, not a whole lot of uh, loyalty there. <laughs> yeah, and I don't, I don't, I really just don't get it. Um, on top of that, here's another thing about this year's trade deadline in particular. I do not see a lot of targets. I, I, first of all, the Caps don't have any leverage. They don't have cap space. They don't have um, assets in which they can give away. Their draft picks are low in the first round. So, yeah, it's a first-round draft pick. But, you know, that player has like a 10% chance of playing t- over 100 games in the NHL. 
any first rounder. So that might not even be an NHL talent that you're getting. Right. So, and, and, you know, obviously the draft, the draft class of next year seems to be pretty strong, but at the same time, it's again, top heavy, like most of these draft drafts are, you know? Um, so everybody needs to just chill the fuck out for real. Take a chill pill. McClellan came out and said, we're not going to be as active as we have been in the past. And honestly, like, I think he's been pretty good. I think he's done. And again, we're talking about zero leverage from, from, from the management here. Um, We have nothing to offer. We can't retain cap. All we have are draft picks. And he said he wants to keep his prospect pool intact, which is positive to hear because with injuries and with turnover over the, uh, and what's surely going to happen in the off season is maybe these guys are going to, these prospects are going to get a shot, um, moving forward. So I think that that statement was pretty loaded saying like, okay, we don't, we, we, the only thing that's really on the table for us right now is draft picks, which is funny money in the Ovechkin era. We need to dump draft picks to win now. I think we're we both agreed on that, right? Yeah, because they're not even good draft picks, anyways. We're a playoff team. Yeah, I mean, at best, sixteen. Right, at best, we're we're picking sixteen. Um, so we'll spend those like funny money. Um, which is basically he's basically just saying like this is the same th- situation that we've been in in the past, but actually this year we're going to be less active during deadline unless there's a real good opportunity that it presents itself, which. There hasn't been. And, you know, it looks like the goaltending position is pretty solidified. He went through that. He said, look, I mean, I don't see an upgrade. I don't think that there are guys out there who are upgrade, especially with Marc-Andre Fleury, who I don't really believe is an upgrade anyways, uh, or at least a major one in that pos- in the goaltending position um, out there. So the market's not there. The We have, we have no buying power. <clears throat> and... Um, the, the other loaded part of that statement is that the prospects are probably going to see NHL time. Like guys that we have seen this year who've done really well from the, from the bears are probably going to be a part of this team, either down the stretch or next year. So if you look into it the way that I have, I think that that gives a pretty strong indicator as to like where the caps are headed. What, what about you, Polly? What do you think? Yeah. I mean, of course, Bringing in some kind of crazy talent that makes a big impact. Oh, excuse me, makes a big impact coming in right now would be nice, um, but that's just really not feasible. And I think we've seen with the the young guys that have played this year that we're going to be all right moving forward. And I don't think it'd be smart to ship out the young guys that have proven they can play because we're going to want them. Exactly. And I mean, you know, we've talked in recent news, a little aside here is Jonas Siegenthaler is killing it right now in New Jersey. Yeah. Um, You know, Burakovsky, Verona, like these are all younger guys that we've shipped out. So we've been active in the past um, acquiring assets uh, and moving big pieces so while I would definitely say those are like more retooling moves and just finding the right player for our system, um, I think that we are so far away from a rebuild right now until Ovechkin leaves. Yeah, I think so too. And so to, to, to want that at all is ill-advised because, again, there's not <clears throat> players available that you don't have to play out the nose for 
<clears throat> that are going to be able to come to the cap system. We can't afford them due to the cap. And then on top of that, nobody does that mid-season anyways. Yeah. So put your dicks back in your pants. Calm them down. Calm your tits. This is the team that we're going to be going through the playoffs on. And, hey, maybe we see some changes to next year's roster. Like we, But I, again, think that it's going to be like what we saw last year with Faviari, certain maybe third-line pieces coming in and letting other guys walk without a re-sign or maybe dealing them in the offseason. So, like, maybe we're gearing up to move, to move Lars Eller. <clears throat> but, again, if we move, move Lars Eller, it's a, it's a money play. It's we need to shed some cap, him, maybe even Haglin or Justin Schultz as well. You know, that's like 12 million, 13 million there that we could replace with 3 million um, with new guys possibly. Yeah. And at that point, that's kind of a big retooling. I'd say losing Lars Eller would suck. Yeah. Well, because you're his biggest cheerleader. (laughs) He is the linchpin to the Stanley Cup and no one is going to be able to convince me otherwise. You know, yeah, obviously things came together in that run, but we filled a gap in the 3C position that we had needed forever, and we filled it with Lars Eller, who's amazing, and then two years later, we win a cup. How about it? How about it? Um, all right. So, you know, I mean, there's that's my take on the whole free agency thing. Um, I don't expect the Caps to be doing a lot. I don't think we're going to get a new goalie. I don't think we're going to move John Carlson. I don't think that we're going to move Lars Eller. Um, unless of course something crazy comes up. So like Dylan, like Dylan Strong, if he becomes somewhat available, I thought that maybe a good target would be Jonathan Klingberg for Schultz. And, but, but again, Dallas would have to take players from us, like two roster players from us for us to make it work. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, I thought that would be cool to have Klingberg on there on the team. I think that he would fit our system pretty well. Um, but at the same time, I mean, I think our defensive core is and is the strongest part of the team right now, other than the top three, four. Yeah, it's solid. Yeah. So, um, that's my rant. And you're sticking to it. Yeah. What'd you think, Paulie? It's good. I mean, good. I. I'm on the same, same wavelength here. Yeah, because we have to keep. Let's, the thing is, we just need to stay rooted in reality. Is is the big problem here? And I yeah. think a lot of people are just like off their rocker on this shit. Yeah, if the Caps are going to win a cup, it's just going to be because these guys come together. Right again, and we've yeah. I mean, it's not we're not going to get like some crazy addition now. A good addition will definitely help the cause, but the heavy lifting is going to be done by the roster that we see today. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, our top six with Osh, uh, Backstrom, Kuznetsov, OV, uh, you know, probably even Shiri is going to be mixed in there because he's cheap. We kind of got to keep him around. Tom Wilson, you know, and then John Carlson, Orlov, Feviari, uh, Jensen, and then the two, the goaltending tandem that we have. For sure. And of course, the fourth line. Yeah. So. Really, I think that the only way we can retool is maybe a defenseman in, in on that third line. So we'll see. We shall see. We shall see. But, uh, you know, <clears throat> uh, when I was doing the live stream, uh, a Canadians fan was like, well, what did, did you think that the players are pissed off from what McClellan said? Because he did say 
McClellan did come out and say, like, generally we're there's the there's the legit like two three teams that are like really good contenders for sure without a without a questionable doubt in the league, and the Caps in the in recent years have been in that second tier of possibility contenders at the very top of that. He said, right now we're at the lower end of that. He believes that's and I think that's a strong I think that's a strong assessment. I think he's got it right mm-hmm. um, with the way that we're playing now. But can we be to that top second tier? With this core, absolutely. I think we could even be at the bottom of the legit contender tour core uh, tier, if you will, with this core. Yeah, I agree. So um, the potential's there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but he didn't come out and kind of say, "Look, yeah, we're we're underperforming." And then the next game, <laughs> we come out and break one off inside Carolina and send them packing, and then have a really strong showing against Seattle. Maybe his his statement was well timed. Yeah, I mean, it looks that way. Yeah. <clears throat> you know what else is well timed? What's that? The NHL season has been packed with dirty dangles, hat tricks, and big wins. As the action rolls on, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has your shot to win big too. New customers can bet just one dollar on any team and get one hundred and fifty dollars in free bets if they win. That's right, a bump in the win column is for your team. Win column for your team means free bets for you. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you still have a shot to light the lamp. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at a million dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, bet just $1 on any NHL team, and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 21 or older. Restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Do it. Do it. Thank us later. Thank us later. And you know, of course, if you like this show, if you like what we do, go to wherever you can rate us and give us five stars only. Five stars only. Polly, I'm I'm hungry after all that. Well, I got what you need. It's snack time with Polly Cupcakes. All right. So the uh, PWHPA, Professional Women's Hockey Professional or Players Association, had a showcase this week. It was the full, no, the third. Of the 2021-2022 installment of the Dream, Secret Dream Gap Tour. And it's called Secret Dream Gap Tour. Why? <clears throat> well, I believe Secret is their sponsor. Okay. And I believe the rest of the name is, it is the dream to close the gap between men's and women's hockey. If I'm wrong, tweet at me. Tell me I'm an idiot. Um because I had thought maybe like Gap was a sponsor, but it's actually secret. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, they've got, I believe, five teams. And usually these weekends consist of four. So this week was Boston, which is Team Bauer, Minnesota, Team Adidas, Calgary, Team Scotiabank, and Toronto, Team Sonnet. So, you know, those teams, obviously, those are their sponsors. 
and the roster is, I think, supposed to be based on either where these players are from or where they're currently living. Cool. And they played in D.C. at Capital One. No. no. They played at the practice arena. Kettler. Kettler Iceplex is yeah. the practice for D, for the Caps. I believe so. That is okay. where they played. Cool. Yeah. But this was hosted by the Caps. Yeah. You know, they had a pretty full house. Carl um, Alsner was there, friend of the pod. Yeah. Check out his pod. See what he has to say about it. Yeah. The Alls Caps pod. Um, you know, and so the way these are set up is every team plays their first game and then the two winners will play and the two losers will play for a consolation game. So this time around, the Friday game was Team Sonnet versus Team Bauer and Team Sonnet won four to three. Now coming in this, um, so, uh, hold on. I made my note here. Oh, uh, Team Scotiabank has won the first two okay. on this uh, this season. Because so, they travel around yeah. to different arenas. Every, every event is hosted by an NHL team, usually. Okay. And they just play a tournament everywhere they go. That's cool. Yeah, so the first game on Friday, Sonnet beat Bauer 4-3. And the three stars were... Brittany Howard from Team Sonnet, Kat Quirion from Bauer, and Brittany Ott from Bauer. Now, um, oh, there was something else I was going to say. And it's cool that there's a lot of like corporate sponsorships involved in this. Yeah, a lot. Um, oh, the Caps did live stream this game on their Twitter account. Nice. So, in the future when these games happen... I would, uh, you know, the this is too late now, but it's possible that the game that happened on Tuesday, or no, I'm sorry, the game is on Saturday. So the upcoming Canada-US game, hosted by the Pittsburgh Penguins, check out the Penguins' Twitter feed, because they may be streaming the game for free. Yeah, and, you know, feel free to tweet, like, Crosby sucks during it or something, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, from Hockey Troll. <laughs> Sometimes these games make it to NHL Network. Cool. Um, So then on Saturday, Team Adidas lost to Scotiabank, 6-2. And the three stars from that game were Aya Gabrielova, Laura Dostaler, and Samantha Donovan, which set up, you know, the Sunday games. Adidas versus Bauer went to shootout. Adidas won in the shootout. 5-4 was the final. You had Bailey Wellhausen as the first star, Megan Greaves as the second, Sophia Shaver as the third star. And then we come to the all-important championship game. Scotiabank looking to be 3-for-3 three three on the season. Very opposite. They lost 10-2. to two. Oof. Uh, yeah, definitely not what they were expecting, I'm sure. That is a blowout. Absolutely. I mean, that's like when we were playing college hockey. <laughs> Yeah, it's probably a nice, nicer score than some of our college hockey oh, scores. Oh, yes, it, it is. That was a, a mild game for us. <laughs> uh, and the three stars there were Madison Field. Number two was Lauren Gable. Number three was Victoria Bach. Um, you know, unfortunately, I didn't really get a chance 
to watch most of these games. But like I said, moving forward, when the tournaments happen, check the, the Twitter feed of the hosting NHL team, and you probably will be able to watch the stream. And it says on cbcsports.ca, which is a Canadian-sponsored, you might be able to watch it there. Yeah. that's Maybe if you have like the extended CBC Sports... Or, I'm sorry, I was thinking CBS. Yeah, so it was on TV in Canada. Right. Um, You know, I was looking at some of these rosters, and I think a lot of the Olympians haven't even played this year. Because, I mean, with the the women's game, you know, their their international teams are more of a team instead of just a a tournament team. And they do stuff year-round. Yeah, so... um, Like publicized stuff year-round. Right. So the... The, the people who play in the Olympics, I don't think have participated much this season. Because I was looking, Kendall Coyne and Hillary Knight, neither one of them had anything listed for this season okay. in terms of pro play. Gotcha. But, uh, you know, the, the PWHPA is considered, I would say by many, probably the, the best women hockey players in the world. I think the majority of the Olympians compete in this league if they're playing in North America. And a lot of it's, <clears throat> while obviously the competition is good, the this is a, a bit of a, just like a awareness type brand building tour for women's hockey, honestly. Yeah, yeah, that's what, um, you know, one of the, I think it was Brianna Decker said, you know, on the ice we're bitter rivals, but we all have the same goal. You know, so yeah. they... They came together and formed this association to get exposure for the game. I think, you know, prove that they would have a following, make it more accessible. And then at some point in the future, I do believe that they want to turn this into a league. Yeah. Um, or at least like the Players Association kind of like, because it seems to me kind of like now that like the PHF is uh, the league where each town has, well, like the towns that are involved, the cities have uh, a home team and they, you know, it's run a lot like the NHL, but for, in that sense, not traveling, right? Well, yeah, the PH, or the PWHPA is set up like the the premier lacrosse league. Yeah. Where it's a bunch of pros and they travel and just, they don't have set towns. And there's memberships that cross over. Like people who play in the PW, PWHPA showcase also play in the PHF, right? I don't believe so. Oh, really? It's completely separate. Yes. Oh, okay. a lot of the PWHPA players used to play in the CWHL and the NWHL. Gotcha. Yeah, but I think they were kind of fed up with how they weren't making enough money, mm-hmm. and you know, just all the things that they go through. Right. So they tried to put this together so that they could, you know, try to make something better. Gotcha. Cool. I mean, it's founded by players. Right. Like, the board is Hillary Knight, I think Kendall Coyne. There was, like, five or six of them. Yeah, that's where I was saying, like, if it was a partnership, if they could somehow get a partnership with the P- with and unite all of the women hockey players in the country, this could be, like, the... Player like the players association that every like the union yeah and then well, the league be, would be something else. It'd be great if they would just merge. Yeah, 
but obviously I'm sure there's outside business interests and yeah. all sorts of things that, that we're it, not privy to with that. It would be nice though, because that would just be, you know, an existing league merging with, you know, five teams worth of players. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> and I think that the dream is obviously to have a have a women's pro team for hockey in you know 30 teams worth 32 teams worth just like the NHL I mean even if it's 10 or 15 to start yeah it's a step in the right direction yeah I mean I think it'd be wise to put it in existing NHL markets the bigger ones maybe maybe an offshoot you know right. like I don't know Chicago. and a true partnership between the NHL teams and the and the women's teams would would help that along, but at the same time, I get that the women are trying to be their own thing, right? You know, um, so you know, I mean, in, like with the WNBA, they're not like I don't think that they're like officially affiliated with like the NBA. Are they though? Like, I don't know how that works. Yeah, I'm sure that there had to be some sort of cross stream support there. To get that league off the ground, but we'll see. Yeah, so that was my shitty summary of what <laughs> happened this weekend. Well, so Team Scotiabank has two titles. Sonnet now holds the other with a landslide victory. It looks like that this series could go on uh, to be pretty competitive throughout the country. Yeah, I don't believe there's anything scheduled past the upcoming USA-Canada game. Okay. Uh, I think it... I mean, a lot of times they just pop up, you know, they're probably constantly reaching out and, you know, then someone's like, all right, we'll host you. And then they're like, three months from now. Dude, I'd love to go to one of these tournaments, though. Yeah. And hang out in the city and just see what the hell's going on. Yeah, me too. It'd be fun. Maybe we'll have to slate one in next season. Yeah. Awesome. Well... Obviously, you know, we cover women's hockey a lot on this podcast, so it's good to see. Uh, I can't wait to talk to Carl again to see how, like, how it went down and, and anything that he could, you know, give. But I'll probably have to tune into his podcast there to uh, to listen to that, um, you know, because I'm pretty sure he got some pretty good uh, uh, press credentials and everything with, with that whole thing. Uh, him and Wino, who do that podcast, so... Um, he was definitely one of the ambassadors there, and I hope that he uh, he had a good time. Yeah. Sounds like it was a good event. Yeah, for sure. Awesome, good stuff. Well, anything else to add? Or, um, well, you know, Notre Dame just won, so they'll be in the second round of the Big Ten tournament this coming weekend. I said, do you have anything to add? Like, not yeah, make the show worse. That's adding. Um, is it? Is it? Also, happy St. Patrick's Day, everyone. We're going to be taking a couple weeks off, so we won't be around to wish you that. Yeah, I'll be in New Orleans for St. Patrick's Day. Oh, nice. Should be good. Uh, But yeah, I'm I'm going out of town, and Polly de facto um, is going to get two weeks off from recording the podcast. Yeah. So, next two weeks, backup content. We've already streamed them, but um, we'll be back... When do you get back? Uh, the twenty first, so the twenty seventh, I think, is the uh, or the yeah yeah twenty seventh when we'll be doing a recording again. Um, but on deck, we had you know we had a 
interview with Carl Alsner. We've got um, interview with Stack Guy Blake, where he talks about his thoughts on free agency and things like that. So it'll be very timely right before deadline. Absolutely. Um, and then when we get back, we'll try to break down everything that's happened with the Caps. Exactly. We, we might have to skip league news for uh, a week. <laughs> yeah, or do like two episodes that are just all about Caps and how they've been playing for the past couple weeks that we uh, we've missed. But um, but yeah, uh, thanks for sticking with us. That's what's ahead, and we hope you enjoyed this segment based episode where. I talked about what the Caps may do in free agency and kind of shit on people who were like wanting to blow it up. And Holly talked about women's hockey, which is important to support. Um, you know, last thing I'll say about that is that having a daughter myself, like, and, and, you know, from hearing from the, the players and, and we talked to Carl Osner a lot too. He was like, he, he was saying like how crazy it is that it really, what drove it home for him was that these women don't even think about winning the Stanley Cup, right? Like every kid, every boy kid in hockey is like, I'm going to win the Stanley Cup one day. That's the ultimate goal, right? What's it What's it for the women? Play in the Olympics? A gold medal, maybe? Yeah, that'd be, which, it's got to be it. Which is even harder to do than win the Stanley Cup because they give out the cup every year. Yeah, and there's 32 teams worth of players. Right. Compared to eight, twelve, yeah. So to even have your and and you know, there's nothing after college, uh, you know, for for the players that are playing now uh, in this league, there was nothing after college until they made it. So, <clears throat> I mean, I I never thought about it that way, but that definitely like, wow. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's got to change, even like the the youthful dreaming. The, right. the imaginary play out in the backyard. Yeah. And like, you know, having um, girl hockey players who are kids be able to say like, oh, yeah, um, I don't have to watch these guys. I can watch the women and I can aspire to be them. Yeah. I can only imagine how many times kids have been playing and, you know, some little boy said something to a girl like, well, it doesn't matter. Like you can't grow up and play the stand in the cup. Right. Like something. I mean, yeah. I, I know I've been a kid. I know right. the shit they say. Right, right. Like someone has experienced that. Sure, sure, absolutely. All right. Well, support women's hockey. Do it. Rate us five stars only if you can. Five stars only. And uh, we'll have backup content for you for the next two weeks, and then we'll be back right in time for. Uh, last month of the regular season and a playoff push for sure go caps go usa go irish no not the irish who cares (laughs) about the irish um but all the other things yes and until uh until next week and and weeks beyond hockey control poly cupcakes signing off bye Hey Caps fans, thanks for tuning in to the official Caps Chirp Podcast, repping the greatest team in the NHL. Follow me, the Hockey Troll, at Hockey Trolling on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And follow me, Polly Cupcakes, at Cupcake Polly on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And follow the show's handle, at Caps Chirp, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. 
Special thanks to the Hockey Podcast Network at HockeyPodNet on social and thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. The Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. Check them out, or we're not friends anymore.